Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Dr. Candace Holmes. Dr. Candace Holmes is a natural brain focus and attention specialist, house call chiropractor, and speaker. Welcome to the show, Dr. Candace. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? I am originally from Detroit, Michigan. Um, I grew up in and raised, was raised in Detroit, ended up going to school in New Orleans at Dave University. And then I went, came down to Atlanta for um, chiropractic school at Life University. I, yes, I travel. I went from the north to the south and I stayed in the south. I'm not looking forward to those or ever going back for those uh, winters. I'm done. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. Now tell us more about what inspired you to become a natural brain focus and attention specialist. I have an oldest. I have two daughters. Um, my oldest was diagnosed with ADHD around eight or nine years old, and I was in denial. I thought she could help it. I thought it was a discipline issue, and so um, it wasn't until I was a substitute teacher at one point, and um, those uh, educators kept telling me that my daughter couldn't help it, and I kept saying, "Well, yes, she can," and said, "Well, no, she can't," and so that was a battle back and forth. And one day I was going through my trade magazine, one of my chiropractic magazines, and there was an advertisement there that mentioned ADHD, um, autism, anxiety, depression, and it said uh, drug free and no side effects. And I'm like, well, what is that? And so I looked into it and found out about um, the therapy that I offer. It's called neurofeedback. And I contacted the company, found out that it's co-founded by one of my former professors at the chiropractic school. And um, since I know he knew what he was doing and he always does his research, um, I felt confident in uh, learning more about it. And I decided to offer it to my patients. And actually, my first person I was concerned about was my daughter. I was just trying to help her. So I got the system for her. And she had such great, remarkable results. I decided to share it with everyone else. Very inspiring. Now, tell us more about your experience as a house call chiropractor. So um, I've been a chiropractor for 21 years. And through those years, I've worked in many different offices. And what I came to find was that, especially in Atlanta, a lot of things come up last minute. Um, I had people who had last minute meetings or they had to go out of town or they had to go pick up their kids last minute. So they couldn't come to, to my office. And so I said, you know what, let me just remove this whole thing about you having to drive to me. Let me just come to you that way. Your logistics stay the same. I can come to you at your home or at your office. And then that way you can get the care you need and your life isn't disrupted. You know, you won't get caught in traffic. There won't be an accident you have to worry about. It's just, you know, your regular routine. And so I thought that would be a great service to people. And so that's why I decided to, decided to start um, offering that. Very powerful. And what inspired you to become a speaker? <sighs> well, I uh, was in Las Vegas uh, one year and um, George Wallace, I think, was the headliner. And I came out and I saw Les Brown. And I said, there's Les Brown. And it was like, oh, let's go see George Wallace. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's Les Brown. And so I went to see Les Brown and we were speaking. And I remember him from a while ago. He came to my uh, grade school and he his whole thing was, if your mind can conceive it and you believe it, you can achieve it. And so I you know, quoted that back to him. And he was like, oh, my goodness. And and so he said, you know, you have a great speaking voice. And I said, really? He said, yes. He said, you should become a speaker. I said, huh. And so it's been in the back of my mind ever since then. Um, I really want to speak and just let people know, you know, about um, just different options out there for for um, brain health. A lot of people think you have to take medication for everything. And that's just not the case. So that's my goal and mission right now, just to educate as many people as I can. And I think speaking is a great way to do that. 
That's right. And my friend, Dr. Gold, she's all about the holistic approach and doing things the natural way and of yeah. healing, especially as well. Now, tell us more about the major challenge you had to overcome in your life. Oh, goodness. Um, let's see. Let's go back. So I'm divorced. Um, that came uh, as I, I got a call. Well, I had some inklings and um, found out that my ex-husband was um, being unfaithful and um, the woman that he was involved with ended up uh, harassing me uh, even during the time they were together. And so I had a we had a she was five months old, five month old and a two year old. And so I'm running a practice in Kentucky and I'm doing everything. I'm nursing. I'm, I'm, I'm working full time and I'm getting harassed throughout this whole situation. She's calling the house. She's calling my cell phone. She's leaving text messages. That was way back when. You know, you had to pay for text messages coming in and out each one that you sent. I've come to find out that I was allowing, I was paying for her to harass me. And I was like, wow, you know, and there was really nothing I could do about it. And so um, I ended up having a good friend, you know, just tell me just to leave it all. I mean, we had just built a house from the ground up and um, my practice was thriving, but my personal life wasn't so great. And um, I was on the brink of a nervous breakdown. I really was because, you know, every time the phone rang, I was like, oh, this is her or, you know, a text message. It was her. And so I decided to sell my practice and, you know, just go back home to heal. And um, I did that. Even while I was at home, she was contacting me um, through the mail and still text messaging me. I'm like, come on. You know, so um, that was a major challenge for me. Um, I was able to get some counseling and uh, realize that, you know, everyone has their issues and some predict them on other people um, knowingly or unknowingly. I think she, I know she knew about it. Even when I moved back down here to Atlanta um, during that time, she still tried to contact me on LinkedIn and Facebook. And it was a, it was an ordeal. Um, but thankfully, she's out of my life and I've got divorced and I was able to uh, bring myself out of that. Um, I always tell people I didn't have the luxury of having a nervous breakdown. You know, I had two kids. So who was going to take care of them if I wasn't able to? Because it was just the three of us. So um Later on, I found out that my um, daughter was um, that same daughter was ended up being diagnosed with ADHD. And so as a single divorced parent, you know, you all can imagine how challenging that is um, to have to help her um, when she was having difficulty in school. I mean, she was standing on desks. She was kicking her classmates. Um, she was struggling in school. And then my youngest daughter is gifted and accelerated. So I literally have yin and yang. And so um, when I found out about this uh, therapy that I offer, I got it for her, started helping her, and it just was a total turnaround. I mean, she went from being unfocused and um, struggling in school to being socially and socially awkward and taking about five hours a night, every night to finish homework. I mean, we're up till midnight every night um, before the therapy. Afterwards, now she's um, she's taking honors physics this uh, semester. Uh, well, I know it just ended, but this, this semester, she's the most focused in class, according to her educators. But she up actually keeps other uh, her peers on task. It takes only about two and a half hours to do um, homework each night. And then she's on a step team. So she's like a social butterfly. So it's like a total turnaround. I mean, even my mother-in-law, I still call my mother-in-law. She called me up one day. And she said, wow, she's just really blossomed into herself. I said, she really has. I'm thinking, thank you, neurofeedback, because woo, <laughs> it's a challenge. A lot of people don't understand how much redirection it takes when you have a child who has some uh, some challenges. Um, and with one person, it's it's especially challenging, at least with two people you can tag team. But it was just me, you know, all, after I worked a full day. So I'm just thankful that uh, it helped her. And I'm, I'm looking forward to helping as many people as I can, especially um, parents, because it's it's challenging. And you are now for the folks that are listening in. What is your best advice to them that 
for the individuals that are thinking about giving up after they've gone through divorce or if they have someone harassing them, such as yourself that went through that, but you overcame that, what is your best advice to those individuals? Um, my best advice is prayer. Um, at that time, I said, there's one of three things I could turn to. I could turn to alcoholism, I can turn to drugs, or I can turn to God. I said, oh, yeah, God's the best option. God is the best option. Just knowing that everything is happening for a reason. It's happening for you, not to you. Um, and then just realizing that sometimes you have to go through challenges in order to reach that next level in your life. And you never know how the things that you go through can actually help someone else. Um, I mean, I was on, I remember when I moved down here um, after my divorce, I, uh, it was a recession and it was 2008. And so I wasn't getting hired as a chiropractor. And so I ended up having to go on food stamps. And that is just the most humbling experience of my life. I'm like, I have a doctorate and I'm on food stamps. And I'm always thinking, you've heard that it's just for deadbeat people who don't want to work. It's like, no, I, I want to work. I'm just, I, the opportunities for me to work are not there. And even a friend had to tell me to get off to, you know, to apply for food stamps because I, I didn't even, I didn't know anything about it, you know? So um, I, I always caution people, you know, before you make a um, judgment of someone, you know, you have to walk them out on their shoes. You have to know what happened to them to get them there because everybody doesn't start off wanting to be, you know, on assistance. Um, there's a reason for that. And so I was thankful to um, that and the Boys and Girls Club because they really helped um, my daughters for a couple of uh, Christmases. I wasn't able to, you know, get them gifts. I was making $80 a day as a, uh, a um, substitute teacher. And so there are people around who, who can help. And I was thankful this year that I was able to give back to the Boys and Girls Club, you know, so to help someone else because they helped us for two years. And I just I was just so thankful. I was in tears when they called and said, hey, you know, we're going to help you this year because it's such a sad feeling, such a horrible feeling to know that you can't provide for your daughters or for your children, you know, when you're doing all that you can. Amen. Very inspiring. Now, what is your greatest accomplishment? My greatest accomplishment, I would have to say, just uh, is just my daughters just being I, I get so thankful when I hear um, them get, being complimented, you know, that they, um, you know, are kind and they're respectful and they care for others and they help others, you know, without even thinking of themselves. I mean, that's you know, that's my legacy. Um, I, I'm just so thankful to have daughters who um, do well, you know, socially, academically. Um, they think about others. I, I, I've. That's my number one goal is to let them know that the sun doesn't rise and set on them. You know, there are others out here, you know, who aren't as fortunate as they are. And I just want to make sure that they, you know, do what they can to help others. That's what we're here for. Amen. And what is your why that keeps you going, Dr. Candace? My why is um, just those children and adults out there who are suffering needlessly, just taking medications that have no kind of end game. I mean, I know I have a patient who was taking anxiety, anti-anxiety medication for 15 years. And I asked her what changed. She said, nothing. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that changed were her hormones. I mean, the, the symptoms were still there. She was still suffering. And so, you know, when you have a solution available and most people don't know about it, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can help. I can help you. <laughs> but you have to get the word out. You know, it's like uh, you can have the greatest invention. But if no one knows about it, it just sits there. So I love it. Now, Anita says, I love the boys and girls clubs. Good for you for giving back. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I, I, I um, the Boys and Girls Club is, is is a really great institution. I mean, my my um, youngest daughter, the one oldest, excuse me, the one that was uh, diagnosed with ADHD, was uh, Junior Youth of the Year one year. And oh my gosh, you talk about a confidence booster. She was just in her glory, and I just I just loved it. Just the confidence that she had, and, and the way that she just approached things in life. It really was um, it was inspiring for me. I like to see 
that that huge transformation. That is amazing. Now, tell us more about some of the projects that you're currently working on. Right now, um, I am working on um, getting more speaking events, again, just to let people know about um, neurofeedback. And I'm also uh, writing a book. Um, I was a surrogate twice. And um, usually I'm the first surrogate that people have met. And um, they're quite surprised to see that the children that I have do not look like me at all. <laughs> I was just a carrier. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, wow. And so it takes me back to a little bit of a biology lesson, you know, a little review for them. So um, so that's fine. So I'm looking forward to um, getting that finished and uh, published uh, sometime next year. Amazing. Now, was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment? Um, yes. Um, the aha moment that I had was um, when I was in um, undergrad and I realized that I didn't want to go to medical school because I wanted to eventually get married to have children. And I was trying to find something else that I could do that would help people that didn't involve medication. Because even growing up, I never took like, you know, I had really bad cramps. I didn't take Midol, I didn't take Pamper. My mom would always say, I don't know why you're just suffering. Why don't you just take something? I'm like, no, I'll be OK. I was doubled over in pain. I said, I'll be OK. So I even knew then that drugs were not good in my body. So um, to have that um, awareness and to know that I needed to make a shift at some point. Um, I was a junior um, in college. And so I um, went to the library and found other careers that you could um, use uh, health that were health related and um, found out about chiropractic. And I was like, wow, no drugs, no, no, no medications. I'm like, OK, wait a minute. That, you know, that really resonated with me. And I'm a former athlete. So, you know, having a physical job, I love that, too. That way I could you know, keep moving because I, I, people say I move too much, but I keep moving. Um, and so I went home and found some mentors um, in the chiropractic profession. And asked, I asked three of them, uh, where would they recommend I go to school? And they, all three of them said Life University here in uh, Marietta. So I was like, okay, well, that must be where I need to go. And um, they loved their uh, profession. They loved helping people. And um, I saw the transformation just right in front of my eyes. So it was just like, whoa, like this is powerful. Amazing. Now, what gives you the most happiness in your life? Ah, my happiness. Um, happiness, of course, comes from the Lord, first and foremost. Um, I'm just thankful that he's given me um, my parents uh, who are in, I don't say near perfect health, but just really great health at 80 and 82 years old. Um, I'm just so thankful to have their uh, examples of how to um, be in relation with each other and to keep God first. So I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Amen. Now, you mentioned God quite often. So how important is your relationship with God to you? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, the, it's the reason why I wake up in the morning. You know, I'm just so thankful from the time I, I open my eyes and say, thank you, God. You know, I get on my knees. I thank him. I mean, just just being able to breathe, just being able to have health, just being able to have children, just to be able to have a profession. I mean, just everything. Everything is from him. I I have some people who um, I've lost recently. Uh, my ex-husband passed away a month ago. And I was just um, so sad that I couldn't see him um, before he passed because I really wanted to make sure that he, you know, was at peace with himself. Because I, I can't imagine, you know, going to meet your maker and you may not have settled some things, you know, or um, uh, had peace in your heart so that you can, you know, rest well. So that that really bugged me and bothered me. Um, however, I know there's a reason for that. So, yes. Hey, just, Robert. Robert he says, amen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Yes. Now, Candace, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? My best advice is to ask. Um, we have not because we ask not. So I, I think we have a lot of gifts and talents and abilities that are God given. And I believe you just ask 
God what it is that he wants you to do, he'll show you. I mean, I, I've, I remember when I was um, younger, I was thinking, you know, I made a lot of money, then I'll be happy. You know, all I need to do is make a lot of money, whatever that is, I want to do that. And I had a position um, as a chiropractor where I was making a lot of money and I was, I was just miserable. I mean, I woke up and I would go, oh my gosh, I have to go in there today. So, you know, making a lot of money, if you're not happy in your heart and your soul, it's, it's not even worth it. So um, I would ask God to find, you know, ask what your purpose is and then um, know that when you're in it, it just exudes from you. I was um, at another office. I, I cover offices as well for um, chiropractors on vacation or if they have you know, medical concerns. And I remember a patient said, you know, you're really in your groove. And I said, you know, I'm just like, like, what do you mean? He's like, you just you're just you're just flowing. You're just, you know, taking care of people. And it just it's just second nature to you. And I was like, wow, I was like that. Thank you for saying that, because, you know, I when I work, I don't feel like I'm working. I'm just using the gifts that I've been given. You know, I, I would get so upset when patients would say, you know, well, I had a migraine all weekend. I'm like, OK, well, why didn't you call me? I didn't want to bother you. I'm like, bother me. I'm like, this is what I do. I said, so you are suffering Friday night, Saturday, Sunday night. And then you just let me know on Monday and we could come to the office on Saturday. You know, I'm like, why are you suffering unneedlessly? You know, it just, I just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But I, I thank people that they are so um, gracious. And at the same time, you know, just to know that, you know, you don't have to suffer uh, physically with chiropractic or mentally, you know, with um, those conditions. So there's no need to suffer when you have help out here. Amen. And what you when you do what you love, it's no longer work. Now, Robert says God is so good. Amen. He is. He is. I brought me from a mighty long way. I tell you, I. Woo. <laughs> says, woo. You know, when you have people um, treating you not so nicely, you know, you, I always say I'm so glad revenge is the, is the Lord's because he can handle people much better than you know I ever could. So I, I've said that many times. And you know, if you're lucky, he'll he'll show you, you know, how he changes things around. So just thankful for that. Amen. Very powerful. Candice, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Now, where can the audience find you? Okay, so I can be found at the um, braincoreofdeluth.com. I offer complimentary consultations for the therapy that I provide. So if you type in braincoreofdeluth.com, hashtag backslash hashtag schedule, then you can set up a consultation with me and I'll be happy to talk to you um, about what's going on with you or a loved one. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Dr. Candice at braincoreofdeluth.com, hashtag schedule. I love it. And Dr. Candice, thank you again for being a guest on Welcome Me Podcast. You have a blessed day. Thanks. You too. Thank you for having me.